Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. Don't go in the water. Billy and his sister Sheena are visiting their uncle, Dr. Deep, on a tiny Caribbean island. It's the perfect place to go exploring underwater, and Billy's ready for an adventure. There's just one rule to remember. Stay away from the coral reefs. Still, the reefs are so beautiful, so peaceful. Billy can't resist, but he's not alone in the water. Something's lurking deep below the surface. Something dark and scaly. Something that's half human, half fish. And all woman, hi, I'm a mermaid and I am down to clown. Welcome to the preface to The Shape of Water. <laughs> Goosebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. I'm Danielle, and I have a PhD. Blub, blub, blub. Oh, no, I'm trapped under the water, and I'm JoJo, and I have a PhD. My name is Jeff. And I'm here to say... <laughs> I am quitting this podcast in the Jeff Brown way. <laughs> Guess what, guys? I, uh, I am tending my resignation today. Actually, I also am resigning from my regular job because I found a new calling in life. Ghost hunting. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Now, now, Jeff, do you believe, are you a skeptic or are you a believer? Do I believe that I am quitting all of my jobs and diving into my <laughs> savings to become a ghost hunter? Yes. Cause I, cause, cause I am skeptical on that one. You're right. I have no savings. <laughs> You're correct. That's, that's, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. That's what I figured. Me, me and Danielle, I've been playing a little game called phasmophobia. You may have heard it from every other streamer on the entire internet. And let me tell you, I don't know if it's just natural talent or if it's just that I have some sort of like deep connection with the other side, but I'm really good at this game. Phasmophobia is like the among us of this month. Yeah. Well, no, it's been the among us of like the last eight months and it continues strong. I never really got to play Among Us. I get to play Phasmo. It's great. Yeah, Danielle played some Phasmophobia. And you know what? Much like what would happen in real life, she died immediately after trying to dry bone a ghost in a closet. You never know. Sometimes they're into it. Sometimes they're not. Danielle, let me stop you. Let me stop you right there. I do know. I knew without even trying. Trying, trying to take an all-expenses-paid trip to Clam City with a ghost, probably not the best move in terms of life expectancy. Hey, man, I've had some successes here and there. I've taken a few ghosts to Clam City. Yeah, and, and it, was, it was all right. Now, Clam City, I just, I have to be aware, is what drives the economics of Clam City tourism or fishing? I mean, I just want to know with with Clam City, is it is it all beachfront property or is it a misleading name and it's just landlocked? Oh no no no! There are very large puddles. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's Clam City, Minnesota. Oh, gotcha. Where the yeah. rain collects in puddles and we do our clamming. Well, you know yes. what? You know what? You know when you need some place to go do your clamming this summer, consider Clam City. It's in the name. Right. Or the Motel 6 by the interstate. It charges by the hour. What? Okay, I know this is jumping on a million different bits, but I just have one question to ask. If you were going to rent a hotel by the hour and it wasn't for sex, what are some other things you would use a hotel for by the hour? Make drugs. Do drugs. <laughs> is, is, is self-stimulation counted under sex stuff? Like, if I wanted to just crank one out real quick on the interstate. I mean, like, think about it. Like, what if you are in a house full of, like, eight siblings and your parents? You never have a chance to whack. So you got to go somewhere else to whack. Yeah, Jeff. What if, what if we're in a real Snow White situation? Yeah. 
all these dwarves trying to watch you whack. I'm just trying to whack it, and Sleepy over here is trying to stay awake to watch me jerk it. Keep snoring, which is really turning me off. Doc, who I don't even know what his name is about, he's not a doctor, (laughs) is trying to watch me through the bathroom peephole. He's a a doctor of homeopathic (laughs) dwarf medicine. Is it the official position of Geesebumps that Snow White was in a polyamorous relationship with seven gentlemen she lived with? Yes. So this went off the rails. It really uh, did. Wow. We are deep in Snow White Land. Hell, that's not that's not the only thing we're deep in. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> trouble. Yeah, trouble. Deep <laughs> trouble. So should we talk about this book? <laughs> so this week we read Goosebumps number, I don't know. Which number one garbage. 19. Nineteen. Goosebumps, uh, Goosebumps 19. Goose, deep trouble. Goosebumps 19. Deep trouble. The least goosebumps. If... If werewolf skin is on the one side of the spectrum for Goosebumps books. The greatest Goosebumps book there ever was. The greatest Goosebumps book that treads the line between being schlock and actual literature. Deep Trouble. <laughs> Deep Trouble is the Brett Ratner film adaptation of a Goosebumps book. This book is if if R.L. Stein had a Michael Bay like just went all in for the weekend on Michael Bay films and was like, you know what? I'm going to write me an adventure book. Yeah. Yeah. That's an adventure. That's, that's what it was. That's what this going to bring some Michael Bay to goosebumps. And you know what? It's going to fucking suck. Yeah. (laughs) It has explosions. It has explosions. It has kerfuffles. It has kerfuffles. It has sharks. Sharks. Mermaids. It's got hot, it's got hot babes. Hot mermaids. We, on a, on the previous mini bump, we decided to write what we thought would be this book's plot. And the only thing that we got correct was there was an uncle. <laughs> and a boat. And a boat, which was kind of an obvious point since it took place on the sea. I guess we should maybe, maybe we should read the synopsis of this book. Oh boy. And then you can decide going back to listen to that mini bump, which version is better. <laughs> so on, and, and, and the, in the long history of geese bumps in terms of the synopsizing of the one and two minute variety, when it comes to the two minute variety of synopsis, may I just say, not it. I touch, I, I touch my nose. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sure, well, as long as you did that, then okay. Here. I grabbed my wiener. I'm not it. I, I, I'm glad I'm not in the same room with either of you. Cool. So, Daniel, you want to try the two-minute synopsis? Yeah, I'll, I, I will. Give it a shot. It. All right. Well, Joe, do you want to go first then? Yeah, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> I don't. We read this book like three weeks ago at this point. I do not remember much about this book. I have like the one page that has a section that I want to get into is like a bit. But otherwise, I don't fucking. This book was so nothing to me. It was really wild. That You know how they say like, you can't put this book down like... I couldn't bring myself to pick this book back up. All right, Jojo, are you are you ready for your You got a got a clock ready? And go. Billy and Sheena are uh, staying the summer with their uncle, Dr. Deep. Uh, they are, uh, they, they, Dr. Deep, he, he's an independent sea researcher. And uh, Billy, he likes to explore the ocean. He has a very active imagination. He keeps think, going on little adventures down there. Um, while they're hanging out, um, the local zoo comes to Dr. Deep and is like, hey, we'll give you a million dollars because a bunch of drunk fishermen said there might be mermaids around. Can you go find one? And Dr. Deep's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, so one day, Billy's playing out in the water and he accidentally steps on a coral reef. He burns himself. And while he's burning himself, I think he gets attacked by a hammerhead shark. I haven't read this book in about two weeks. Um, while he gets attacked by a hammerhead shark, a mermaid helps him. And then it's like, oh my God, a mermaid's real. And then they get captured in a net by Dr. Deep and uh, Dr. Deep's assistant, Alexander. Um, and so they're hanging out with the mermaid for a while and they're like, man, what does this mermaid eat? All she does is talk in riddles or whatever. Um, and then finally, um, a bunch of like Navy SEALs show up and they try <laughs> to take the mermaid and Alexander's <laughs> like, yeah, I work for them now. And so they take Dr. Deep and Billy and Sheena and they put them inside of a glass cage and toss them in the water. Time. And Bunch of mermaids. Mm. <laughs> you got through a lot. Yeah, that's 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 up. That's the first third of the book. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a pretty. I got pretty far. I got pretty dicked down in that one. You got pretty far. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, because this book takes place literally over the span of like two days, things happen super quickly in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what? When you're out in the Caribbean, what are you gonna do? Time's different there. Time's different there. We're on. I- Listen, we're on island time. That's yeah. Right. All right. Uh, I guess I am next then. And go. This story stars uh, William Deep Jr., who is Billy, and Sheena. 
They are uh, siblings. They are staying with their uncle, Dr. Deep, or Dr. D, and Alexander's research assistant. They're out in the Caribbean. Uh, Billy is uh, really stupid. I really hate him. And he is going to this lagoon where he first finds a sea monster. He has some tentacles jump up and grab him. Basically, it's like a big octopus or a kraken, but he's not entirely sure. He tells everyone that there's a monster, and they're like, whatever. And then some zoo people come over and say, hey, there's probably a mermaid out there, and we need that mermaid for our zoo, so we'll give you a million dollars. And so Dr. D says, yeah, sure, we'll find it. And and then Bill, Willie, William goes out, Billy goes out into the lagoon again and then finds the mermaid who's just like a little blonde girl and she can't really speak. She just coos like a pigeon. And then like they capture her and Billy because there was like a shark that it was trying to attack Billy, which is on the cover of the book. And they take her on board. They put her in an aquarium and she's like starving and she's very unhappy. And Dr. D is going to like to give her to the zoo. And then Alexander double crosses everybody by having some Navy SEALs come on board and steal them because he's going to get millions of dollars. And then Dr. D and the kids go. Time. And, God, fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know for a book that's about nothing, there's a lot there's a of lot. you have there's to give context to the end part because you can't just be like you can just be like a million mermaids go and break the boat and they get the mermaid back. All right, Danielle. Well, you have the two minutes, so if you can't get through this in two minutes, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll die. That's we'll have fun. to stop the show. Are you are you ready, Danielle? And go. All right, two two brother sister Billy and Sheena calls her Sheera. That's great and dr deep his name is actually dr fucking deep their name is deep okay okay anyway they're on a boat their doctor uncle is a swarthy sea dog who does swarthy sea dog research and he's there with his buff buff blah 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 bad cook grad student and they say, so the two people come, they say there's a mermaid. Dr. Deep says, eh, I don't know. And then fucking Billy is like, mermaid? And he gets really hot. So he's like, pew, goes into the water. He's like, I'm going to find that fucking mermaid. And he does because a shark attacks him. But the mermaid saves him by slapping the shark on the face. And then they capture the mermaid. Uh, and she gets trapped in a tank on the boat. But then she break no, then she gets stolen. Then she gets stolen by goons and taken on another <laughs> boat. And then a whole other bunch of mermaids come and they fuck up the boat. And then... Then <laughs> 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 it's over. And then there's a sea monster at the end for no reason. They got taken by goons. <laughs> that was the shortest two-minute synopsis ever. Well... <laughs> The it's it's very much a a made for TV. I don't know if I would even call it a movie, but like it's a it's a mini series. It's a mini series, yeah. Like where yeah. kids stay with uncle. There's a mystery kind of. The kid finds a a friend from another world, aka mermaid. They're, it's basically Gravity Falls with water, and Seuss betrays them. How fucking dare you, sir? Yeah, it's kind of like it's without the police element. It's kind of like ET. It's it's kind of like E.T. and Free Willy had a monstrous child. Yeah, there's a lot of Free Willy in this. Yeah. Can we uh, can we all agree that Billy, the main character in this book, is the dumbest character we've met in any Goosebumps book as of yet? Oh, that's tough, Jeff. That's real tough. There are some really dumb characters, but I think his problem is that he's really insanely dumb, but also incredibly nondescript. He's like a bag of flour. I can't picture him in my head. I can't picture either kid in my head at all. Picture a bag of flour with arms and legs and that's that's what he, that's Imagine what he standard Goosebumps main character with hair, hair. and then girl and yep, you have yep. both characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like someone younger than 12 must have written this book. Yeah, this book doesn't, this book does not read like it was written by R.L. Stein. No. No, it doesn't. Oh, you think so? Oh, shit. shit. Sorry, I spoke too Ooh, loud. Y'all know that the floor of your, uh, well, I guess the roof of ceiling of your apartment is very thin, and R.L. Stein has moved up there with his <sighs> typewriter covered with skulls. Yeah, so. well, he's learned that this this apartment that me and Daniel live in has been a hotbed for Goosebumps activity, and I'm, I'm assuming he moved upstairs to, one, get away from that busy New York life, and two, to, like, and two <laughs> to suck on some of this sweet, sweet energy we're throwing up there because heat rises up there, right, RL? That's right. Hang on, let me get down there. All right. Where the fuck my Cheetos are going? Yeah, and also I was wondering who installed the fireman's pole because then he can just slide right down. He does, yeah. Oh, here he is. Hang on, let me hop off mic so RL Stein could be on mic. You only got the three mics, and you may be wondering how did we hear him when Joe was still on mic? What up? 
whatever. He was yelling, but he's actually a very quiet man when when he when in one on one. Okay, here you go, RL. Thank you. Hi guys. Oh, I heard you were talking about deep trouble, and you seem to think it's not as much a Goosebumps book as say, "Let's get invisible." Correct. Or, or Deadhouse, the book you gave up on trying to do an episode of. I got news for you. I'm gonna prove to you that this really is a key Goosebumps book, or my name isn't. Oh, shit. I gotta think of something. Hang on, I gotta pull up a thesaurus. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Um, words that start with R. Oh, shit, I put rods. Um, that. Why would you look at a thesaurus for that? You look at a dictionary. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> or my name isn't Ritual Laughter Stein. <laughs> Well, Danielle's giving some of that sweet ritual laughter now. <laughs> I love Danielle's just like, I'm going to die. Uh, all right, ritual laughter. All right. First of all, you want anything to drink? Do you want some tea? You want some soda? I would love a gin, a gin fizz. A gin fizz. Okay. Well, we're out of fizz. We are out of gin. Would you just like an empty glass? I would love one. Thank you. Now. On the subject of <laughs> deep trouble, the one thing that I try to drive home is what is monstrous, as I do in many of my books, because this is what JoJo seems to see in most Ghostbumps <laughs> books. We have our main character, Billy, whose whole adventure is taking place under the water where he uses his expansive imagination to try to find the scary in day-to-day life, when it is, in fact, a beautiful, wonderful undersea world where the most dangerous thing that happens is you make a new friend. But I Actually, the real monster are the people that he surrounds himself with. Not all monsters are scaly or covered in teeth and such. Sometimes a monster is just someone who wants $20 million by selling a mermaid to Navy SEALs. What I'm trying to get at with this book is there was a monster present the whole time, but it wasn't the monster you thought it was. It was the monster of greed and human nature, which is why Alexander and the zoo are bad guys. Duh. The monster here, capitalism. The monster, yes, the monster here is capital, like GameStop? Come on, Jeff. RL, I do want to know how much... Jurassic Park did you watch before you wrote this book? Uh, well, it was certainly under the Surgeon General's daily recommended limit, so... I guess it's just something about a, a zoo of sorts in the Caribbean islands. Listen, Jeff, these people wanted mermaids so bad, and they were wondering if they could. They didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> and that's why, and that's what's really scary, the unscrupulous morals of someone driven only by greed. But... Why a zoo and not an aquarium? Yeah, why a zoo and not an aquarium? Do you know how fish work? <laughs> Do you, I, uh, I, I, as a world-renowned children's horror author, I think I know a thing or two about fish biology. In your head, do you perceive a mermaid to be like some sort of seal or walrus? Yeah, what is the... Describe the anatomy, please. I'm just trying to find out if you know where the mermaids really are. I think this book is you. You see, this is what I'm talking about. All you care about is whether or not you can make a quick buck by finding mermaids. Where are the mermaids, RL? Show me. I'll never tell you. You don't climb. You get, get, he's climbing up the pole. Get down RL from here. Stein away. How does he go up there? God, I wish I could do that. What propels him? Hold on, Daniel. Get the broom. Knock, knock the uh, ceiling okay. real quick. You stay out of there. Get out of here. You stay out of here. Stupid raccoons. Don't touch my Cheetos. And R.L. Steins. Yeah. Joe, you can have your mic back. Yeah, no, it was fun. You missed it. He uh... He proved to us that our, he did confirm that mermaids are real. Yes. So, so R.L. Stein thinks this book is about the evils of humanity and capitalism when we think the true monsters are living underneath the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. That's all I know. I don't know any more lines. So I guess now at this point, we should talk about this fucking... <laughs> this train wreck. This train wreck. This shipwreck. This wonderful, <laughs> this wonderful, absolutely wonderful book film. It's such, it's the worst schlock because you can't even point to like a few things that you're like, huh, what's with this little plot hole here? The whole thing is just plot holes. There's so many holes in this plot, it's going to sink to the bottom of the ocean. 
Do you want to do you want to get into the, the the parts of this book? Let's get into we it. Pro- we probably should. I accidentally clicked on a cosplay subreddit. Now I'm now I'm trapped. Now here. he's gone forever. We've only been doing this for half an hour. You're already looking up subreddit shit. Come on. I mean, I was at first, and now I'm just <laughs> scrolling through photos, and they are all great. I gotta get out of here. So does does anyone have anything? off the top of their head, they would like to share about maybe the, the first part of this book, anything that's jumping out at you. I do. Danielle does. Do, do, you, have a, do you have a passage? I, I do. So for me, this is on page 21 of 92. So good luck, you guys. Uh, this, is, this is actually a long chapter. Damn, this is chapter five. Okay. What's the first line? Our uncle was miserable whenever he had to go ashore. He didn't feel comfortable unless he was on a boat. I know because one Christmas he came to our house to visit. Usually Dr. D is fun to be with, but that Christmas visit was a nightmare. Dr. D spent the whole time pacing through the house. He barked orders at us like a sea captain. Billy, shut straight, he yelled at me. Shada, swab the decks. We knew they'd say that at some point. We, we saw that coming. Yeah, we did. He just wasn't himself. Finally, on Christmas Eve, my dad couldn't take it anymore. He told Dr. D to shape up or ship out. Hey! Dr. D ended up spending a good part of Christmas Day in the bathtub playing with my old toy boats. As long as he stayed in the water, he was back to normal. That is absolutely the most buck wild thing I've ever heard. That is, that is wild. <laughs> that's the that one is. thing I had from the first part as well, where I was. So Dr. D is a research scientist out at, out at a sea. Man, a man, so a man of, a man of science yeah. and a man of the sea. And he works, he works for, I think it's Ohio university as well. I think they say that as, he's, a, as an oceanographer, as an oceanographer yes. for for the University of Ohio, the Buckeyes. Um, <laughs> go Buckeyes! Go Buckeyes! I don't know what you are, but go ahead. So literally, and I had this highlighted too. So Doctor D um, is so, and all of this is through the eyes of a child. Yes, he sees his uncle who is so distraught <laughs> at being away from away from the sea. That he ends up in a bathtub playing with toys, and that's the only way to keep him chill. Otherwise, he <laughs> just wanders the house yelling strange boat commands at people. But here's here's the thing, guys. I mean, we can all admit that environment plays a lot into into your behavior, right? Mm-hmm. We can all admit that. Like for for instance, I like I am not I am not myself unless I am surrounded by trucks and wheels and bearings. You guys see me when I'm not around, when I don't, when I don't have my tech decks around yeah. guys, you know me, all I'm saying, I go up to you, Danielle, I'm like kick flips. And I go up to you, Jeff, and I'm like heel flips. But lo and behold, sit, you sit me down with that beautiful grip tape board and man, oh man, I'm like Tony. I'm t- like Tony. I like Mr. Hawk himself. And then I feel I feel much better when when if if Jojo doesn't grind into every room that he enters in with that sweet little two finger pose that he likes to do on that tech deck. I don't even know who I'm looking at anymore. I need to be around anime a thousand percent on the walls, on the sheets, on the ceilings, dripping off my balls. I need anime or else I'm very cantankerous. If Danielle does not have her hug pillow. (laughs) Yes, my my character i know for sure pillow daniel tell us what's the name of that character that one anime character you really like yuzio yuzio oh i love yuzio (laughs) (laughs) yuzio with all his cards i think he's italian we know Uh, did it, did it, did it do all? Uh, it's a me, Yuzio. It's a me, I'm going to stop you, Kaiba. <laughs> Blue eyes and white dragon. If Danielle doesn't check the anime web turnpike every morning when she wakes up to see what new hentai. <laughs> I just fall to the ground. And what new fanfic has been posted. Danielle cannot breathe. Oh, no, I am. I am the lord of fanfic, okay? I watch everything that comes in and goes out. I am... Daniel, I have a quick question for you. Subs or dubs? 
Oh, <laughs> of course, dubs. No, subs. Okay. Subs. Oh, you tried. <laughs> you tried. To, you tried to trick us, Danielle, and that was very clever. I did. Yeah, I did. We almost. We almost fell into your trap card <laughs> with that one. Danielle was trying to extend an olive branch to the the, the dirty dub lovers no, out fuck there. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck, fuck them. them. Learn to read, dub boys. Exactly. Learn to read or get the fuck out of my anime. <laughs> Danielle McManus, PhD. I'm actually going to tweet that. Jeff, tweet that really quick. Learn to read or get the fuck out of my Learn anime. Learn to read or get the fuck out of my anime. But Danielle, that was a that was a wonderful passage. Thank you. I have I have something. Well, Jojo, do you have something from the beginning? Um, this is this is a this is an important part. This is from chapter. This is also from chapter five. Apparently, all the big money stuff happens at the end. All of chapter. the all the good shit happens in chapter five. In in the story, the only reason why our characters think to start looking for mermaids is there's a zoo. Actually, this is chapter six. Uh, is there's a zoo that uh, seems to think that there are mermaids? And let me let me talk to you. Let me let me let me talk at you about this line. This is from chapter six, uh, page thirty one. <clears throat> so so there's this there's a zoo that has money. And exhibits and, sh- and such, um, and here's here's what they here's what they, they these guys come to Doctor D's these short these khaki short wearing exactly like they're these dressed- fucking city slickers with their lattes they're they're a thousand percent two white people with a zoo in the Caribbean they, they look like they just came off the tennis court yeah. And they're coming in talking about mermaids. M- Muffy, let's get ourselves a wonderful mermaid. We're on the hunt for a real big game today. Here's what here's what they say. <clears throat> We're quite serious, Dr. Deep, said Mr. Wickman. There's a mermaid in these waters. And then we'll jump ahead because they have to. This is a pretty wild claim. Dr. Deep's a scientist. He needs evidence. So here's what they say. I cannot, uh, before I get into this, these are adults. Yeah. Okay. B- before you go too far, and just because I'm going to lose my track, I, I, Danielle and I talked about why this book sucks. None of the adults act like adults. No. Okay, here we go. A fisherman, fisher person, mm-hmm. from yeah. a nearby island spotted her. He replied, the man from the zoo. <laughs> he said, he said he got pretty close to her. And he's sure she's real. He saw her near the reef, this reef, just off Alondra. And then the uncle says, the uncle kind of like, kind of like trying to be an understanding dad says, uh, some of these fishermen are uh, very superstitious, Mr. Showalter. For years, there have been stories. There's no reason to believe them. And then the the other grown up in this scene. (laughs) The lady grown up. We didn't believe the man ourselves, not at first, but we asked some other fisher people in the area. That's right. They corroborate some of the data. Jojo get to that part. It's the best. And they, and they claim, yes, because it's good science. You have to repeat it. Um, and they claim to have seen the mermaid too. And I think they're telling the truth. Their descriptions of her match down to the smallest detail that it's a mermaid? <laughs> yeah, like what half half of her is fish, the other half is person. And and it's the it's the configuration that lo- that looks the prettiest but is not like I mean if you're if you're trying to bang it not practical. We're not um, fish fish top and human bottom. We're not fish yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're fish bottom human top. What a cowardly way out by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we want you to find what if they were like, yeah, we saw a mermaid fish top <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, we don't want to look for that. We're looking strictly fish bottom mermaids. I'm picturing like a person like swimming with a fish head, like they've got a fish body, but their legs are human and they're like leaping out of the water like dolphins. Yeah, that's so so this so this is the key difference, Danielle, and I want you to understand like the, this is how fucked up this is. Fish bottom mermaid, that's like sexy fantasy and the zoo could be like oh the siren of the deep what is sexier than a fucking fishtail 
Fish top though, that's like that's Call of Cthulhu, like deep one freak of nature type of situation. You've you've made you've you've besmirched our human genome. That's what that that's is. That's some Island of Doctor Moreau shit, right? That's there. Island of Doctor Moreau, which was pretty hot. This seems very arbitrary. Like why why is fish head not sexy but fish? Bottom is because Danielle, in order for fish top fish, in order for fish top mermaid to continue existing out in the wild, you can't be topped by another fish. You have to be topped by something with a dick. Yeah, which you would think would appeal to the humans. Well, so it must. If they're still out there alive, that means someone's going out in the ocean and fucking those fish with human bottoms. Someone's got to do it. You're. Right. You know what? You're right, Danielle. It is our civic duty. Yeah. You gotta give them respect just because they're the ones with the fish head instead of the human head with the boobs and shit. It's not their fault. Yeah, exactly. So, and this, and here's, and before we get derailed talking about which is hotter, fish top or fish bottom, when it's obviously fish top. Uh, Fish top. The two, the two adults with jobs (laughs) say they, they, like, they, um, obviously a real live mermaid would be a spectacular attraction at a zoo like ours, people all over the world would flock to see her. Jurassic Park. This is Jurassic Park. The Marina Park. Zoo, would ma- it's Jurassic Park, <laughs> would make millions of dollars. And we're prepared to pay you very well for your trouble, Dr. Deep. I understand you're running out of money. <laughs> we have so much we can just throw it away on bullshit. It would be... <laughs> and this is my favorite part. It would be terrible if you had to stop your important work just because of that. It would be a darn shame. Jojo, can you tell us how much money they were offering the doctor to find a fucking mermaid, please? What? One million dollars. They could have offered him a billion dollars. They could have offered him infinity money. It, I, I, it, I know it's just the, the part of me that reads these books sometimes it gets hung up on like the logic and like the <laughs> real world implications of their of their being like a mermaid and like the UN not getting involved. <laughs> if there were if there were real fucking if there were real mermaids, that would shatter our understanding of this planet and our place in it. Yes. I feel like there was no real risk of the mermaid actually going to the zoo because it would be dissected for science 15 minutes after they happened to catch it. Or or King Poseidon and his army of fish warriors would come to land and destroy it like in the excellent film Aquaman. They will tear it apart. It's like discovering that God is dead for all of the people who think God is real. Your whole life changes. Oh, man. When we discover mermaids are real, all of my dating options are opening up. What if, and yeah, that's the thing that no one thinks about. What if mermaids were one of us? No one has ever, no one in this book asked for a second to be like, huh, this... This mermaid is exactly what I thought a mermaid would look like. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, what a coincidence. Hmm. Yeah, fish bottom. Does it have to have sex with other fish? No, it has to have sex with me. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) And I can't wait till I'm in a position where I can have enough. I'm just fuck you rich enough from podcasts that I can go to, to, to like... I don't know, a, a, like a spider sti- scientist. And like, <laughs> I'm willing to offer you a million dollars if you can make me a spidered man. <laughs> oh, dude. No, I'm, to- I'm totally going to a horse scientist and be like, I'll give you a million dollars and a golden chicken if you can make me a horse man or woman. Doesn't matter. You know what? Elon Musk recently has decided that it's training uh, like monkeys to play video games in their head. So oh, for fuck's I'm, sake. I'm just saying maybe looking for a mermaid's not the most buck wild thing a super rich person could do with their money. No, it is not. <laughs> play video games in their head. You mean like imagine? No, I mean like like <laughs> like uh, like being in VR and it's in your head and it's like what? you could see it on the outside. Yeah. What? Planting some sort of shit in their brains. What kind of sci-fi special bullshit. Daniel, the future... World War I was fought with swords. World War II was fought with bombs. <laughs> World War III will be fought with monkeys that play Fortnite in their brains. Well, that was a great, that was a great uh, section there, Joe. Oh, distressing. So I have, um, I have something from the middle of the book. Okay, what do we got? Do you now? I do. So chapter 14 is where I am at. Okay. Of course, my pages apparently are, are messed up, so I can't tell you exactly what page it is, but it's only it's like the first two pages. Okay. 
So middle of the book, uh, Dr. D accepts the, 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 the main quest <laughs> to find a mermaid. And uh, Billy goes out to the lagoon, which is nearby where what, I guess. What page are we on? This is, I don't know the page. It's chapter 14. So the ship's just like in the ocean 24-7, and the kids are just on the boat 24-7. So the, the kids are just like, I guess, swimming for 16 hours a day. Yeah, and it's never <laughs> clear if they're swimming, like free diving or snorkeling or scuba diving. They're, just, they're in the ocean. Very and, unclear. And, and they're scuba snorkeling. The scuba- it's the new craze that these kids are doing. <laughs> so Billy, uh, Billy is exploring, and he's a scamp, so he goes into places he's not supposed to. He goes past the, the reef into a lagoon. And that's where he first finds that one monster, which tries to kill him. And he thinks that that's where the mermaid's at. But it wasn't a monster. It was a. It was. It was basically an octopus. Basically, it, it was a, it was big old octopus, which is a normal, naturally occurring creature. And, and he calls it a squid, and then yeah. keeps saying "monster," diminishing everyone's ability to believe him. Yeah, he yeah. Instead of being like, "There's a big old squid," he's like, "There's a monster." That's like if you're like, oh, "There's a monster outside." They're like, "That's just there's a that, that's just a dog." That's a that that's a corgi and our neighbor. Please stop. So so he's out there, and he almost gets um eaten by a hammerhead shark and he is only saved because lo and behold the mermaid pops up mermaids are real mermaids are fucking real and they will save your life if you believe in them so he believes in the mermaid like jesus and she came to to save him oh is oh yeah yeah yeah. and then uh so he's this is uh first page of chapter 14 i stared at her unable to speak she's real i thought and she's so beautiful. At last I found my voice. You, you saved me. I stammered. You saved my life. Thank you. She shyly. This is our meat. This is our meat cute. (laughs) cute. She shyly lowered her eyes and cooed at me through shell pink (laughs) lips. (laughs) (laughs) What was she trying to say? (laughs) What can I do in return? I asked her. So let me just stop you right there. (laughs) Not even to the part yet. I, I don't. <laughs> if, if a fish goes blub blub at you, you don't suddenly go. What are you trying? What's, what are you saying? I would all of a sudden think that this is a per, this is not a human brain. This is a fish brain, right? This is a fucking marine creature. It's There's not- no just because she looks like for whatever reason hot to you doesn't mean she can communicate with you. Yeah. So he's like, thank you, her. <laughs> him what can i do in return i asked her i'll do anything i can which why would you think she needs any help from you she's a mermaid yeah no she seems to be pretty self-sufficient yeah she's where she lives she doesn't need rescuing dude she saved your life yeah Yeah. she's fine she smiled and uttered that haunting low hum she was trying to talk to me i wished i could understand her she reached for my hand and examined it frowning over the red burns from the fire coral oh yeah that's right the coral that surrounds this area if you touch it it burns you which is a thing i think which is a real thing actually danielle looked it up because i thought it was stupid it is it is in fact a thing but it's still stupid she she reached for my hand and examined it frowning over the red burns from the fire coral her hand felt cool she passed it over the palm of my hand and the pain from the burns began to fade away. Wow, I exclaimed. I must have sounded pretty stupid, but I didn't know what else to say. Her touch was like magic. This fish is fucking Jesus. It's fucking Jesus fish. Look, I just want to say that all of the scriptures and all of the texts lost to time have never specifically stated that Jesus may not have been an actual mermaid. Jesus may have had a fish bottom. Like he worked, he worked on water. Yeah. They he said walked Jesus, on water. He walked on, he quote unquote walked on water. Ah, man, he just like sort of swam upright. Yeah. And also, did Jesus ever really talk or did he just coo for the most? <laughs> we don't have any, we don't have any recordings of what he sounded like. We do like, not. So. Look, there they is... were wrong about Jesus being a white guy. They're yes. possibly, probably already wrong about Jesus also. But him being a guy at all, he was probably <laughs> some type of merman. Yeah. This, it's very speciesist to assume that he was human. Yeah, it's it's species. Thank you, Danielle. It's yeah. species is to think that all important people were humanoid. Yeah, bullshit. What if they were fish? And maybe this is. And I'm just opening this up for additional books in the series. Maybe this fish is the last Zion. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I like this. I like this. This is kind of like Left Behind, but with fish. With fish. Okay. Who's the antichrist? Okay, okay. Uh, it, who's just, the anti-fish? It's just a big net. <laughs> no, no, no. Is it like a whale, like a whale hunter boat? Or, or those people who stab dolphins? Mobius Dick. Mobius oh. Dick, who stabs yeah. dolphins? Yes. Yes. 
Okay, who is the Judas in this story? <sighs> Alexander. That's true. Alexander is is the Judas. He, also, you will you will betray me for a sack of twenty million human <laughs> dollars. For it is your only function in this story. What are some other powers that fish Jesus would have that maybe regular Jesus might not have? Because Jesus could turn water into wine, but you're surrounded by water. Turning turning loaves to fishes is is like super easy. That's, yeah. That's you just a grab very... a loaf, you throw it underwater, and you grab a fish, and you bring it up. And you're like, look. And if you teach a man to fish a day, he'll he'll never be hungry. You know what? The Jesus stories did have a lot of fish and water in them. Yes. Yeah, that's no coincidence. And I'm thinking maybe the crucifixion was just a big grill. Or a hook. Yeah, you got caught in. You got caught in the hook, yeah. How does blasphemy end up in every episode of Geesebumps at some point? We're just like, good at, at some it. point. At some point, we just go out of our way to lose a couple of points with the big man upstairs. Yep. <laughs> no, yep. the big man downstairs. He's in the ocean. Yeah, he exactly. See, Jeff, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was my section. That was a great section, Jeff. It was wonderful. It was, yeah. So anyone else got something from the middle part? I do not. I have a, one other from the middle part. Um. <laughs> Maybe this qualifies the end. This is when he's trying to feed the mermaid. That's actually, uh, that's kind of close-ish, but it's, it's, it's next up. So, yeah. Okay. So when we say that Billy is an idiot, we mean it. He does dumb choices things. He's very stupid. Very dumb. Um, so, for example, uh, once they have... The Dr. D has swooped in and, and taken the mermaid against uh, Billy's desires. And she's in a big tank on top of the boat. And now he's like, oh, shit, she probably needs to eat something. So he's probably, like, probably, yeah, that's Matt. So they've they captured their, their quarry. Yes, they have their quarry and they're just like, well, now what? Now, shit, I didn't think this far into the plan. <laughs> and uh, they're knocking on the glass. What do you want? Yes, he, he You're keeps. You're a fish. He keeps like knocking on the glass talking to her like talk to me just tell me words just say anything speak english and she's like so where 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 are we right now in terms of chapters and pages this is chapter 16 okay okay that's on page 70 Mm, i said patting my stomach yep and he says and then he says yummy yummy (laughs) okay alexander reached up and unlatched the screen top Apparently, there's a screen top over the tank. That's all that's keeping this mermaid in. Yep. <laughs> but she can't get through this screen, man. I handed him the cookie, and he dropped it into the tank. The mermaid watched it falling toward her through the water. She made no attempt to grab it. What the fuck is this shit? By the time it reached her, it was soggy. It fell apart in the tank. So stupid. The mermaid pushed the soggy cookie pieces away. <laughs> I like that. Why she no like cookie? What? Listen. <laughs> you you can't. I love but but I'm I'm coming at this from the mermaid's perspective like the like I don't I bet you she didn't even break eye contact with him. Oh no, I'm, no. My thing is the, the cookie just is sinking down and she's like you dumb Oh, you dumb motherfucker. Yeah, I'm yeah. a prisoner in jail and you're trying a, to give me a cookie. I'm a prisoner. You have taken my freedom. And also, this is not gluten free. Now you've taken my dignity and my allergies. And I, I'm a pescatarian fish. <laughs> yes. I only eat other fish. The cookie doesn't just disintegrate. It's going to stay in the tank. Yeah. So also in the tank, aside from there being like just pieces of a cookie he threw in there, she's been shitting, right? Like she's been pooping this, in there. Yes. That was yeah, my next yes, question. Yes, Jeff. She's if, been making bears in there. If anyone has ever had a fish in a tank, you know that half the time they're just swimming around with the poop hanging out of their butt. Like they don't so really is that, is, that what, is that what our beautiful love interest is <laughs> I mean, doing that's what I'm story. assuming. Kinda, yeah. She's kind of mid. She's kind of mid. She's a she. She's mid void the whole time. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And she's got to swim around because she's in that tank for like at least twelve hours. Oh yeah, like long enough that something's gonna happen. Yeah. Here. Well, maybe she like doesn't poop when she's stressed. A lot of people are like that. Danielle's like that. I am. Danielle's like that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe they, cause it, could they just take some fiber one and sort of like put the powder in the tank with their <laughs> Oh yeah, they just start pouring Metamuse into that tank until it turns bright orange and she's like fuck! Stop! I'm in here! Jesus! I also like that so the tank where this is happening is just like on the deck of the boat <laughs> In plain view of in everyone In plain view of everybody Anybody who goes by would be like is that a fucking mermaid in a fucking tank on that boat also i the, he tries to give her the cookie because the good doctor like immediately after finding the discovery of a lifetime is like i gotta roll to ampm real quick and get some groceries you guys chill here i, I, I gotta get some snacks y'all i'll be right back the doctor with with a million dollar fish discovery <laughs> on his deck is just like i'm gonna bail for just he wants like some, he wants some cyclone bites or whatever the hell yeah when you need a slim jim you need a slim jim that's right he's got to snap into it right now exactly he's, nothing... he wants one of them burger hot dogs oh burger dogs you could have sent you could have sent alexander yep could have sent anybody yep so my point was that he tried to feed the fucking mermaid a cookie by putting the cookie in the tank assisted by the grad student who if billy is a dipshit should have at least if you're a marine grad student you should understand the physics of water and what happens when you put a, a, a porous dry thing into it Alexander was just like, let's let this stupid kid do it. Fuck yeah, him. like this will this will be fun. This will be hey, sometimes sometimes you have to learn by doing. I can't wait till I betray these fucks. Yes, they're gonna be so sad. Oh okay. my god, I'm gonna. That laugh. was a that was a turn I did not. That see. was uh, I did that was not earned. I did not appreciate that. Everything we you could see everything coming well, in this book. Like there is not a nudge, not a smidge, not a drizzle of originality or interest uh, i i will disagree with you a bit and i have a part to talk about how dare because it leads right into it so this is near end of the bookish now this is um chapter 19 um so basically what happens is as we know when you leave your mermaid on the deck of your boat mm-hmm. overnight mm-hmm. she's gonna want a cookie she's mm-hmm. gonna want a cookie if you give a mermaid a cookie she will coo at you unintelligibly yep uh, so they leave the mermaid just in the tank up on the deck As and they're all, they're all going to sleep <laughs> night night mermaid the doctor said he'll stay up and watch her apparently and in the black of night <laughs> four armed men get on board the vessel pirates are um, so there's 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 three things that i'm going to mention in like a five page section and they're all they're all related so so billy hears a kerfuffle and runs up. He sees the boat coming. He runs up to the deck and finds a body laid sprawled in the deck, face down. Dr. D! <laughs> Sheena screamed and ran into ran to our uncle. She knelt beside him. They hit him on the head, she cried. <laughs> they knocked him out. I gasped. Who are you? I demanded. What are you doing on our boat? What are you thinking? <laughs> the four men ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes, you're right. Okay, this part you is good. You are a child. This part is good. I would. They, they start, they, these four guys start trying to like get the mermaid going. They knocked out the uncle. Um, load her on board. This is like a page over. Load her on board. The one with the club replied sharply. Stop, I yelled. You can't do that. Then I totally lost it. Without thinking, I dove toward the four of them. I don't know what I planned to do. I just knew I had to stop them. One of them pushed me away easily with one hand. <laughs> Stay away or you'll get hurt. He wow, you're, you're a baby. You're a little baby. It's literally when you have your hand out on someone's forehead and they're trying to run to you. And then at the end of the chapter, going into the next chapter, um, they're, they're still trying to take the mermaid. What could I do? They had lifted the mermaid out of the tank. Three men held her in the net. She squirmed and thrashed like crazy, splashing water all over the deck. I'll tackle them, I thought. I'll knock them over. Then I'll push the mermaid into the ocean and she can swim away to safety. Lowering my head like a football player, I took a deep breath and ran right at them. Billy, stop! Sheena screamed. <laughs> Billy, stop, you idiot! <laughs> I crashed into one of the men holding the net, butting him hard in the stomach with my head. And he fucking killed me! To my dismay, the man hardly moved. He grabbed <laughs> me with his free hand, lifted me up off the deck, and heaved me into the fish tank. <laughs> So this good. Kid, this kid gets owned so hard. He just gets fucking <laughs> ragdolled. This is just fantasy wish fulfillment it's right so, here. This is the greatest. This is everything in this book is so unrealistic and stupid. Except for this. Except for this one part. 
where Billy is like, I'm the hero. I'm going to do this. And then gets fucking slapped like yeah, nothing. They're fucking adults. <laughs> There's four adult men with like clubs and guns. And what happens after that is then they take Billy, Sheena, and fucking Dr. D and just throw them in the fish tank full of fish pee and poop. <laughs> and they just throw them overboard like, fuck you guys, bye. <laughs> So Billy's stupid. That was my point. Billy. And it's a good point to make. Is so infuriatingly stupid. Joe, do you have anything in the end either? Or is it Daniel? I know you do. This is on page 102. It was shortly after they've escaped. Uh, I think. Uh, shortly after they've escaped <laughs> being trapped by uh, the fish tank they were thrown in by the Navy SEALs. Yes. Um, mermaids lifted them out. Whatever. About 50. And this is a. Uh, this is the Sheena. She's kind of a she's kind of a gog at the whole situation because it was just so this is so shocking. It's interesting how little we've talked about Sheena this entire episode. Yeah, she, she really does doesn't nothing. Have, she doesn't do much. But this is something she does do is she kind of muses on mm -hmm. the situation that that we all find ourselves in. She goes, <clears throat> "How can Alexander sleep after what he did to us?" said Sheena. He left us to drown, and then. R.L. Stein, sorry, Dr. D, says, money can make people do terrible things. Bam! Dr. D replied sadly. There it kinda is. Kind of makes you think, huh, guys? There it is. You know what? There I guess. It is. Hey, hey, Jeff. There it there is. There it is. That's true. Yeah, there it was. Which is That's another it. reason why I am 100% on the conspiracy train that RL did not write this because RL never has a fucking moral. He <laughs> and if he did, he wouldn't put it in. Danielle, <laughs> Danielle, please. If we know one thing about RL Stein and all of the political stuff that he's into based on this one book that he wrote almost 30 years ago, <laughs> I think the one thing that we can know for sure is RL Stein feels that the distribution of wealth is disproportionate and it's what's leading to so many problems in this world, particularly in people betraying their friends for a little bit of that sweet green. And also, I'm pretty sure that Arl Stein would agree that when you touch that fire coral and you get a little owie, it might be good to have some Medicare for all. Yes. Yeah. Danielle, yes, correct. I think Medicare for all and mermaids in every pot. <laughs> yeah, one mermaid in every pot. I think that's something we could get behind. I think that would I think that would fly. Yeah, or swim as as it might be. If uh, listen, I'm running on the platform of a mermaid in every pot. <laughs> yes. And a, and a haunted mask on every child's head. Who's with, who's with, hey, I'm with who's you. with me? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all We're in. Got, we got breaking news here. Political uh, up and rising star Jojo Lewis has been shot. What's the? <laughs> seems that there was a mermaid on the grassy knoll. Not okay with his mermaids at every pot stance. And oh, we get it. He unfortunately, oh no. Oh, he's fine. It was. They just threw a rock. They just threw a rock. Oh. It's a mermaid. They don't have guns. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. they don't have. They, yeah, they don't stupid. have jet shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Fish tails. <laughs> you don't have the oh. ability to ignite gunpowder down believe, there. I can't believe. Can't believe he used a fish slur on the air. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. We're gonna get censored for that. That's right, you bottom feeders. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get canceled. Oh, we're gonna. All the fish are gonna cancel us, Joe. Uh, like one last thing, which is at the end of the book. So at the end of the book. Uh, they they free the, all the mermaids help save the fam and then they go and they rescue their other mermaid friend. They do, and then they all just get back to the boat. Now th this has been like a day since it's, it's literally been a day since they were tasked with finding the mermaid, and they found more than that, yes. right? They found friendship. They found love. The real mermaids in love were the friends we made along the way. They were, and were they the, are. Were the Alexanders that uh, abandoned us along the way? What a punk! So that next morning. The uh, the zoo people come back. Of course they do. <laughs> they gave them a, a day to find the mermaid. Yes, effectively. You have one day. They for were like one million dollars. Here's an impossible task. We'll be back in 24 hours. <laughs> so uh, they they watch. Uh, this is a chapter chapter 27. A boat was approaching. I don't know what page this is. For me, it's page 68, but that can't be accurate. I'm with you. A boat was approaching, a white boat with Marina Zoo stenciled on the side in large letters. The zoo people, I said to Sheena, they're here. 
What would our uncle do? I wonder with growing dread. Would he tell them where the mermaid was? This is this is page 112. 112. Would he accept the million dollars? <laughs> Mr. Showalter tossed the rope to Dr. D. Miss he doesn't have the mermaid, board. though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As many people smiled and shook Dr. D's hand. He's nodded at them sullenly. We had word from the fisherman on Santa Anita that you found the mermaid, Mr. Showalter said. We're How? Ready, we're yeah. Ready, so we're ready to take it with us now. So my thought is Dr. D went to Santa Anita to get groceries. And, and, and couldn't keep his stupid fucking mouth all shut. All about his mermaid. He totally just. I found a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, man, that's great. Can you just fucking pay for the fruit? Yeah, that'll be uh, 1865. Big as a big as a man she is. Tail. You should like see her hair is like this cord. Big as a man, tail as big as a fish. Beautiful as any siren you'd ever seen. Yeah, that's cool. I she be. <laughs> we don't validate parking here. You better. <laughs> it just boggles my mind that the zoo people come back because Doctor D went to get groceries and couldn't stop talking about finding Shut a fucking, his fucking mouth. <laughs> It's they, so fucking cool, though, Jeff. Like, it's they, just so fucking I mean, you cool. can't keep something like that to yourself. It'll just, it just comes out on, on its own. That's you his thing is he's, he can't keep a secret. That's his That's big his issue. problem. <laughs> That's why he's not totally successful yet as a researcher. There's like a, there was like a real cool lady that he was really into at the store and he really wanted to impress her. Oh, he, he was, was like, hey, uh, so just so you know, uh, I'm okay with uh, fish top. Or fish bottom. And she's like, I don't know what that means. I don't understand what you're saying to me. Everything's better. Especially <laughs> when you're I can't even finish it. It's do so it. it's Do so it, you uncouth. coward. Do it. No, I'm not Under gonna the <laughs> leave a leave a leave a like or whatever if you if you know the bad joke I bailed out on. I I pulled the eject button and now I'm here and now I'm here on Joke Island with you guys. You did, and we appreciate you. Well, that was such a fantastic book, y'all. I mean, what more can we say about this fine piece of work? Well, quite a bit, Danielle, because as it turns out, uh, there's a there's a certain part of our show that we haven't done in ages. A lot of episodes. It was a bit that we thought of originally as a way to get us from the end of the, the bit to the ending of our show. But then there came a point <laughs> where we decided, let's just stop doing the show when we want. But this, But this time in particular... Jeff, our Jeff, Twitter Jeff, has requested that there's some things we didn't have time to talk about, so we saved them for this new section of the show that's not new at all, it's actually old, called Can We Talk About It? Jeff? Can we talk, <laughs> can we talk about how Billy and Alexander can't talk to the mermaid because it coos, but Alexander recommends to Billy that, hey, if she stays with us long enough, you might be able to talk to her in sign language. Making me think that Alexander, a grad student, doesn't actually know how language works. and You can't just make somebody do sign language. Can we talk about how there's a part in this story where he makes a chicken salad sandwich with peppers in it and tons of mayonnaise and the kids are like, this is the most fucking disgusting thing ever and throw it up. And meanwhile, I'm over here like that sounds pretty good, actually. Can we talk about the fact that Alexander's last name is Dubro and he's a bro? Is it really? Yes. Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> Can we talk about how the mermaid is so sad that she somehow manages to cry while underwater? <laughs> yes, underwater tears. <laughs> that people can see somehow. <laughs> can we talk about how we don't know what happens to the people who kidnapped her? Can we talk about how Billy's only characteristic in this whole story is he imagines things that aren't there, especially the entire first chapter is just his fucking musings. <laughs> Can we talk about the very erotic octopus dream he has in the beginning? <laughs> Can we talk about how Danielle describes that as, and I quote, very erotic. <laughs> it's very erotic. Can we talk about how when Billy and the mermaid are brought on board, Sheena, his sister, asks him, Billy, is this one of your dumb tricks? Which makes me wonder about the types of tricks that Billy's been playing. Because <laughs> they don't sound that dumb. That sounds fucking amazing. I would love yeah. to know about exactly how this trick may have been created, Sheena. Please tell us. Yes. What goofs could he have possibly done for this one? Can we talk about how Billy wants a shark to bore him real bad? <laughs> what? You yeah. can't prove that, Danielle. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. 
I can prove it mathematically. Can we talk about how uh, when the zoo people were talking to Dr. D behind closed doors and then Billy like accidentally stumbles in, they say that don't worry about Billy. You can trust him. He's very serious for someone his age. Like there was an alternative. Like were they going to kill Billy if they didn't? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. If they didn't get these zoo people to be like on board with this kid knowing about a mermaid. Can we talk about how we don't know what the mermaids even really look like, except that they have hair? Can we talk about how hair is specifically a, a trait that mammals would develop? That shouldn't be something that happens to creatures that live under the water. Can we talk about how the big draw that these zoo people uh, give Dr. D about having a mermaid at their zoo is that the zoo would make millions of dollars, which makes me think that they're not good business people if they think that a mermaid being the lone thing that is at their zoo would only net them millions of dollars. <laughs> We'll make Hubris. hundreds of dollars off this mermaid. Hubris. Can, can we talk about how there's a there's a portion of this book where uh, Billy is doing some kind of underwater activity that is snorkel diving, where yeah. he has a snorkel, yeah. Yeah. but he's not at the surface. I have so many questions. What I the fuck is he doing? He, you never know where they are in the water, like, visually. I can't visualize where he's at or in the water. Or how they're breathing at that particular moment. Can we talk about how there's, like, this whole part where Billy goes down into, like, the lab part of the boat, and then there's, like, a fish that's, like, really ominous and creepy that he feeds down there. And then he's also shown how to do, like, sonar probes with Alexander. And none of that comes back at any point in this fucking book. <laughs> Completely pointless. <laughs> No relevance whatsoever. <laughs> Including the monster? Yeah, exactly. Can we talk about the fact that there's a monster that serves no purpose? We can talk about that. We did. Good job, us. Yeah. Hey. That concludes our most recent episode of uh, Geese Bumps, and we hope that you enjoyed it very much. Uh, thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You know, it's getting nice and sunny out, and while you need to maintain safe social distancing, um, it doesn't hurt to like play music with your doors open and let the whole world hear how wonderful it is. That's my recommendation to you. Take your boombox on your front steps and play some Dog Party. Yeah, it's a what their their songs are awesome. Jojo, do you want to talk about any of the other projects and things that we do on the side? Yes, I will. Commercial Jack. Geese Bumps is just one part of a ton of comedy content produced by Mom Hat, which is the name of the comedy group that we gave ourselves. Um, you can check out our YouTube Let's Play show called uh, Jojo Has Fun, youtube.com uh, slash J-O-E-J-O-E-H-A-S-F-U-N, where we play video games every Wednesday and Saturday, and we play them real wrong. Uh, we also <laughs> do a fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast called The Rolls We Made, where I am the Dungeon Master, and Jeff and Danielle are players in it, as well as our friend uh, Emma who is uh, another funny, funny person. Tell them where they can find us, Danielle. Tell them where they can find us. You can find us at geesebumpspod, all one word, at gmail.com. And you can also find us at geesebumps underscore pod on Instagram. You can find us at geesebumps underscore pod at Twitter. And we also have a Facebook, but I, you know, I, I check Facebook about once every two years, but we do have a, a, a group page on Facebook, Geesebumps. And what can they, Daniel, what would we like them to do with their reviews? Where can they stick them? For fuck's sake. <laughs> if, if you are listening, God damn it, leave a review. Well, now they're going to leave a bad one. I don't care. Just you know, anything. Let me, uh, let, Danielle, if I may. We would very much appreciate a five-star review if you feel our show is deserving. But more importantly, we would very much prefer if you would share this show with your friends and loved ones. Word of mouth is the best way for this podcast to grow. And we would very much like it if more people listen to it so we could bring a little bit more joy in their day-to-day -day as we say goofs about Goosebumps books. Suck my dick. Fucking stop being lazy and write a fucking review. It takes like 10 <laughs> seconds. Holy shit. God. We really appreciate everybody. And if you have a recommendation for a specific R.L. Stein book for us to read, reach out, send us an email, send us a DM on Twitter, and uh, we will definitely look at it because I'll let you know right now, we determine which book to read pretty much right before this episode. It's very organic, our process. Speaking of which, the next Goosebump uh, R.L. Stein type book that we're going to be reading 
um, is going to be one of the Fear Street Saga trilogy, which, as some of you may know, is going to be the basis for the trilogy of Netflix films. And that is going to be uh, the Fear Street Saga 1, The Betrayal. Dun, dun, dun. That'll be coming out on February 23rd. Actually, no, I'm sorry. March 2nd. Mm. That'll be that episode. And then next week, the 23rd, we will have a new mini bump episode. And now, and now that we've wasted everyone's time at the end of our episode with all of our fucking... <laughs> with all of our gibberish. All of our, all of our bookkeeping. Uh, Danielle, let's, let's give them the carrot to go with that stick and let them hear that final passage. It begins, I spun around to catch her, thinking it was the mermaid. No one there. Seaweed, probably, I thought. I kept swimming. A few seconds later, I felt the tug again. Harder this time. Hey, it must be the mermaid, I told myself. I turned once again to search for her. The water rippled. Mermaid, I called. A head popped out of the water. A gigantic, slimy, dark green head with one enormous eye and a mouthful of jagged teeth. The sea monster! I shrieked. The sea monster! Would they believe me this time? Eh. That's the end. Well, what's great is, if you didn't read the whole book, that last passage would make you think that it's going to be cool, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> you'd be so wrong. My name is Jojo. I have a PhD. My name's Danielle, and I guess I still have a PhD somewhere. My name is Jeff, and I am a member of the Church of Ocean Jesus. This has been Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. And until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like somebody I used to know.